Hey there, Purpose Warriors. Welcome to the Awaken to Purpose podcast. This is Dr. Burnell from drburnell.com, where we believe that every season in your life serves a greater purpose. If you're new to the podcast, here's what you need to know. We are a community of purpose warriors who believe that God's best version of ourselves is hidden on the inside of us, just waiting to be awakened as we grow in our relationship and continue to say yes to what God has called us to do in the earth. We know that God's purpose for our lives was preordained and the reason why he created us. So every other week, this podcast seeks to explore how to awaken to your purpose from a practical standpoint and become God's best version of you. And we do this by touching upon our five pillars of purpose, faith, relationship, identity, resiliency, and stewardship. If you want to know more about our five pillars of purpose, head over to my website at www.drvernell.com backslash podcast. So before we dive in, I need to share with you that this podcast is being brought to you by my new book, From Pain to Purpose, where I share actionable steps, biblical principles, and life lessons on how I discovered my purpose after a painful and unexpected divorce and was left to raise two children with more than a million dollars of debt, zero access, and a negative network. My book is available on my website, again, at www.drbrunel.com, also on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, or wherever books are sold. So if you want to learn more about how to release limiting beliefs, overcome financial difficulties, experience radical breakthroughs, and step courageously into your purpose, then grab your copy today. And remember that God can use whatever unfair or unjust act, any rejection or hurtful experience, and transform your pain into your purpose. So let's jump right in. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Awaken to Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vernell. I have a very special guest today, Shayla Alexander. She is a proud mother of an 11-year-old boy. She is the owner of Creative Design Work, which is a graphic design and illustration company where she does everything from logo and print design and layout to complex graphic design. Shayla is also a consultant for luxury brands, businesses, and she was recently chosen by the Facebook team. Hello to be a member in Facebook's Leader Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So earlier we were having a conversation. First of all, I just have to say this, Shayla, we were a part of a mastermind together, the inner circle. Hello. <laughs> well, we were really trying to elevate our income and our impact in the world. And I think she's been doing an amazing job. She's a great illustrator. Um, you guys have to check her out. I'm going to put all of her information in the show notes. And I was like, she really can't draw. Wait a minute now. <laughs> so anyway, what I love to do is just turn kind of like the mic over and really kind of like share with the listeners where you were versus where you are today. And like, how did you get to this place of mainly purpose in your life? I never really like to say I have arrived because in my grand scheme of things, or at least the idea I have in my head, I'm a long way from where I need to be. Listen. But how they used to say, thank God, I ain't where I was. <laughs> so if I look at it like this, I really did not get to where or start getting to where I am until 2020. 
I am 41 now. I'm okay saying that. I don't think I look it, but I'm 41 now. We never do. We yes. never do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Went to school for marketing and all that at LSU. And I left there. I went to school for marketing and I didn't find a job in marketing until I say probably recent, you know, because I do a little bit of, I do some stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just was a long haul. Like I had in my head that I was going to be married by 27, you know, white picket fence, one boy, a great husband. None of that turned around except for the one boy. And I have 11 year old son now who is awesome. He draws, he does Legos, all that now. Mm-hmm. But it was just a, a long haul. I remember I used to talk to my mom about crying on the phone, not married, you know, mm-hmm. out there trying to find somebody. And little did I know he's supposed to find me. Or at least I'm supposed to talk to the Lord and let him do the work and just be ready and prepared to be able to welcome somebody into my life once I'm whole. Mm -hmm. So I can say I probably didn't get myself turned around from that whole thing until 2020, right when the pandemic let in and a year before that, my mom died. So I thought my mom was going to live longer than me. I literally had my mom as a beneficiary on my life insurance. Mm. Don't ask me how I thought that was a good idea. (laughs) Wow. I feel like. She taught me everything I needed to know. After she died, I was like, there's some things I need to get done. And I ain't even halfway there. You know what I mean? Mm. But I just started praying. 2020, my son and I got sick. At that time, there was no vaccine or anything for COVID. I'm diabetic, right? I remember one night sitting in here. We were sick and I didn't know what we were going to do. I sat on the couch with my son and we prayed. And I said, Lord, I will have in your hands. We woke up the next day and we've been waking up ever since. Amen. So like everything started coming into fruition after that. And then like a little bit after that, ran into, I hate to say ran into, but came across Dr. Daniels. Um, mm-hmm. I watched him on, I can't remember that pastor's church. I can't remember. I probably, oh, it's Mike. Is it Mike Todd? Something like that. Oh, Transformation Church. Yeah. He was on that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, shortly after that, I joined the church, got involved in some of the groups that he had, ran across y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like ever since then, my life's just been on a great trajectory. I'm thriving. Things mm-hmm. are working out. Crazy story. I just need to add this in here. Okay. Walked into the mall today. Just crazy stuff. Walked into the mall today. No particular reason. Went in a Banana Republic and it's high as a kite in there normally. I love the shop. I walked out of there with $130 water for 63 cents. What? Random stuff. I believe the Lord speaks to you how he knows you pay attention. I'm a creative person, fashion, clothes, shoes. That's my thing. So it's like I have been having a rough week. So mm-hmm. the Lord, it's like, let me give you a little bit of sunshine. Here go your 63 cent, $100 sweater. <laughs> Girl, which banana republic were you going to? Because I'm telling you, over here in Michigan right now, it's a uh, 12 Oaks Mall. Now, don't put this out there because I don't want nobody running and say, I want that sweat. That's 63 cents. That sweat now. No, they probably, look, if it was 63 cents, then it's probably gone. Don't go there. Just show you how the Lord drops sunshine in your life when you need it and show you you're heading in the right direction. Amen. Amen. So are you dating at this particular point in your life? Not. And, you know, I didn't understand why I wasn't Mm -hmm. until not that long ago when I realized I just wasn't ready. You know, like you're supposed to be whole. You can't bring Mm -hmm. to somebody else. I didn't understand how marriage worked and how the order of it until I talked to my older brother. And Mm -hmm. it just started to confirm some things like I didn't have a clue, you know, didn't have a clue, was not ready. Right. And I'm just getting to the point where I think I could possibly be ready. Mm-hmm. So the Lord just had to clean me out because it was a whole bunch of junk. 
<laughs> you know, it's so funny because earlier you were saying like, basically wanting to be found and things like that. Yeah. And you know how the scripture talks about he who finds a wife finds a good thing. It doesn't mean that you don't ask or it doesn't mean that you don't put yourself out there because mm-hmm. once somebody finds you as their wife, their life is blessed in a very different way. And so, yeah, listen, we want to be found. And very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's so funny is I remember this was last year and I got a prophetic word about the man that God has for me. And the woman who gave me that prophetic word gave me another word last year. And she was pretty much saying, oh, the Lord told me to tell you that the reason why you're not married yet is because you would have aborted the thing that he's trying to birth through you. She, but see, I had already known that because I had already confessed that to my best friend two weeks prior. And so she brought me a word of confirmation. So it's just crazy how, you know, even though you might be single for a long period of time, some people are not self-aware to even say like, hey, I really don't need to be in a relationship right yep. now. I need to be working on myself, letting the Lord pour some things in me and pull some things out of me. So that takes a lot of spiritual maturity for you to even yeah. kind of like recognize that because what I don't want to do, and I'm sure you don't, you don't want to take the baggage of the past and bring it into bring it up here. Future, right? It's the present and the future for what God is trying to do in your life. And so sometimes I tell people it is better right now for me to be where I am than what other people might want for me in my life. And so, amen. Could you imagine if you had some junk during this pandemic? (laughs) Uh, Thank God I wasn't married to none of the stuff I was trying to do right now because we all be crazy. (laughs) Listen, I mean, the beauty of, I think, walking with God too is that, you know, he can give you a discerning spirit. And I did date during the pandemic, but I quickly discovered that that joker was not for me. I mean, I I was like, Lord, mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. that's not like (laughs) our love languages were very different. He said that, you know, he was a believer and things like that. And listen, you can be a believer and still be unequally yoked with someone. And so just to be able to see that and to just walk away, kindly walk away. You know, there doesn't have to be any yeah. type of trauma or anything like that, but just kind of like walk away from those situations. It's such a blessing to be mm. able to see and to know thyself well enough. Okay. And so for you, like, I know you went to school for like, was it fashion design and you said marketing, marketing and things of that nature. Like when God started to open the door for you and to the thing that you really desire, what did that look like? I'm not sure if I mentioned, but I do my own thing. Plus I am employed. Okay. Because I, yeah, I have some medical stuff and I like to have insurance and stable income until things work out how I would like for them to be. So it just, I feel like, I hate to say this, like things didn't start moving until after my mom passed because I, I feel like looking back, I used her as a crutch. You know what I'm saying? In what way? In what way? Did you so I remember my mama, like just depending on her, so don't laugh. I remember going on business trips for my full-time job and calling my mom and say, mom, can you please set an alarm to wake me up at eight o'clock? You know, like, cause I didn't think the Lord was going to be, you know, waking me up at eight o'clock in the morning. Like just crazy stuff like that, that I ain't have no business calling my mama for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should go to sleep on time. First of all, get myself together so I can get up at eight o'clock in the morning and then mm-hmm. trust God that he's going to wake me up in the morning. And if he don't, it is what it is. Just like random stuff. Like, life advice that I should have known already, that she's already raised me to know that I Mm -hmm. guess I just didn't trust myself enough to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like after she passed and I almost didn't make it, 
I put my whole life, I surrender my whole life in God's hand, not just the part I want to give him. I literally fell out on the floor, like just, Lord, I surrender. Mm-hmm. And after that, everything just started moving. So like with my business, I got into that group that you mentioned, the Facebook Leaders Network. They sought me out. I'm literally a one-person business. Mm-hmm. Doing creative work is professional. So there's no qualms about me doing business and then referring people to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that worked out. And then I started moving a little bit faster in my full time where like, at one point I was in a place for six years and couldn't figure out how I couldn't get out of there, you know? So after all that happened, I started moving like every year and a half, getting, you know, promoted or moving along. So it's like, I can look back over my life and see that the point after my mama passed and I started to put my trust in God only, mm. things started moving. And my mom trained me. She told me, she said, if it looks like you putting something in the place of God, he either remove it or you. I didn't know what she was talking about until then. And I don't know if that's what the story was behind why my mom's here because her death was a little different. It was totally unexpected. But I look back and I say, well, she was right. Yeah, you know, I think Pastor Michael Todd had talked about it. I think he did this sermon and I can't remember the title of the sermon, but essentially what he was saying is that we will put people and things on the throne of our heart and we start to worship and idolize them. And God cannot occupy a space that someone else or something else is occupying. And so he was talking about to dethrone these things that are there. But the challenge is that you may not even see that that's what you're doing. And what it could look like for some people is like, I just love this person a lot. And I just, you know, I cherish this relationship, not recognizing that we can put our kids on the throne of our heart, our marriages, our relationships with our siblings, our parents and things. And God doesn't like it, right? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that God will remove because he's looking for us to remove things sometimes and people. So just kind of like put everything back in its proper place, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But, you know, yeah, that you, I'm really sorry to hear that. Just, I mean, the part of- I grew up afterwards though. Like I just imagine my mom up there drinking Dr. Pepper, eating pound cake, laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she likes doing. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so like what other doors started opening? So when you got into this like Facebook, like leaders network, what else started to happen in your life? I got a recently got a larger contract, like one I had never, it was my first contract. And I mean, being in a group with you all, like with Dr. D and everybody else, the largest mm-hmm. alignment with people who could help me on my journey. So like one of them is an attorney, you know, mm-hmm. she was like, girl, you need to, you out here trying to get big deals and you using the proposal. You don't have no contracts. And she just kind of looked at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just getting contracts and me sending them through. I've worked in contracts for my job. So I know generally it's a, you're legal, they're legal. And it goes back and forth. But the first one I sent through, they accepted it. Was it a four, five, six-figure contract? It was like a five. It wasn't okay. any, it was like a, you know. Let's also just now, that's good now. Well, look, okay. it's, that's good for somebody that's just by themselves. Mm-hmm. I remember when I got my first five-figure contract, so I still work also, and it was simply because I was speaking. And after I came down off the stage, people started engaging with me you know, like you're an expert. I was like, Jesus, what's happening? Right. right. And so then I said, oh yeah, I also do consulting. And I was thinking, okay, I know I could do this. I could probably do this in my sleep. At the same time, I never thought about people actually paying you Me for the do. skills, the yeah. talents that you have outside of your nine to five. 
And yeah. so, ooh, that's beautiful. And so that's might, probably the first of many for you. It seems like I believe that. I believe like when you're ready, everything appears. Like that's just like I say, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. When you're ready to get it, it comes to you. That's mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of how you know you're ready for it. And it's let's so crazy. And let's talk about ready too. Okay. Ready don't mean that you're just sitting on the couch and you waiting for the Lord to just drop something no. out of the sky and be like, Father, no, you're working towards something. Or something. And yeah. I had a coach that used to say, give God something to bless, right? Yes. So as you're moving and you're believing in faith, that God's going to bless the work of your hands, right? The work of your mind. And you start moving that thing and God, you know, looks in your direction, boom, right? Yep. And so sometimes I hear people talk about that and I'm like, yeah, but what are you doing? How can God bless you if you're just sitting around and waiting? Around. But you are bless nobody. That's not action. That's not an action. You know what I mean? Yes. You ain't moving. You mm-hmm. ain't moving. <laughs> that's what I think you were doing a lot of different types of illustrations. And they were, um, I don't know if they were like black girls, like little oh, girls. It's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. I call them creative projects because okay. it's, not, it's not just graphic design. It could start off with me doing design work and turn into something that an end user can use. So it could be anything from invitations, posters, backdrops, any programs, packaging, anything that needs to be designed, mm-hmm. you know? So but that's elevated work though, because first of all, I can't design nothing. <laughs> I, I'm smart enough to know I need to go ahead and pay someone, but you were doing, I can't even really describe it, but it looked like it was like a comic sketch of like a black girl. And it, you know, you yeah. can like flip the pages and it just like, she's in motion. And stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know if sis could do this. <laughs> if, those, uh, if you saw those, those are probably in, coll- uh, I don't have to say collaboration, but they're going with some fashion things that I'm working on. It's like there's an app in development. Mm-hmm. I went to school for fashion design the second time. And I've mm-hmm. always had a passion to first identify people's shape. Because when you identify your figure and your silhouette, you know what you're supposed to wear and what you're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it would be something where it'd be teaching folks how to dress themselves and then making a platform where it would be able for them to, you know, find what they need to be able to look appropriately. So mm-hmm. the sketches kind of match the, the look and feel of the person who would be doing it and just kind of teaching them what to do with themselves. Okay. How do you stop fear from getting in the way of what God is calling you to do? So I can't tell you that I've been afraid. I can tell you I've been angry at some stuff because it didn't work how I wanted to, but very seldom have I just been outright scared. And I say that because I've always taught my son the scripture, God had not, didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power mm-hmm. of love and a sound mind. Yeah. So once I remember that, I'm like, the Lord gave me all this stuff. I'm supposed to be doing something with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something with it. When I got counseling from like somebody from the SBA or other business places, they would tell you, pick one thing and stick with that. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking to myself, the Lord gave me all of this, yes. why would I just pick one? And I struggled for a long time before I got to this point, trying to figure out how I was going to get back to where I thought I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So after all this stuff happened, it kind of just flowed with all the opportunities. And I just been seeing lately, like the Lord, you know, when the Lord pointing you in a direction, like you can't mm-hmm. stop thinking about it. You try to let it go. You can't stop thinking about it. So I feel like all these things have happened and kind of got me to where I am. Yeah, because like, yeah, you're multi-passionate. And so God has gifted you with a hundred different types of gifts. You should be trying to figure out, okay, I can use, and they can all in some way be aligned. And sometimes they're just not, but this idea of the one thing, and I know there's a book, I think there's a book called the one thing that really tries to encourage people to just focus on the one thing. And I was like, that's not how my brain operates. Mm-hmm. I give a lot of energy to one thing, but I'm also thinking about all these other things that I do want to 
work on. But what I have prayed and asked God to do is like, Lord, increase my focus, right? So when I am looking at this or that or this other thing that I can hone in on whatever I need to hone in on, and then I can shift quickly, right? Without going in too much of the weeds or down a rabbit hole or something like that. So gosh, you know, (laughs) I'm like, you said, oh, not fear. And I was like, um, I'm so afraid of some of the things that I, you know, I'm not even gonna lie, right? I'm so afraid sometimes of the things that God, it feels like a demand that God has put on my life in terms of the calling and is so big that sometimes I have to remind myself, don't shrink. And when I tell you, I'm standing on those scriptures and like, how do you, yeah, same thing like what you said, you didn't give me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So I was going to bed reciting that, Lord, don't let me shrink. Don't let the spirit of intimidation take hold of me. Like, Lord, help me to not be afraid and things like that. So I'm almost saying like, you can still be afraid and do what God has called you to do. I'm going to say, Bernal, mine is more like, my thing is don't get out here and act a fool. Mine ain't scared. Mm -hmm. Because I done been through too much to be afraid. Now, sometimes I pop off Mm -hmm. and the Lord had to reel me back in. So mine is not afraid because I'm past that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to come out here and get this stuff. You're not going to stop me. You know when somebody just working for the devil because the stuff they trying to do to you don't even make no rational sense. Mm-hmm, My mm-hmm. thing is don't get out here and act no food. Stay professional. So the fear is out there. <laughs> okay. You're like, Lord, don't let me snap, crackle, and pop. Don't let me get out here. On let me be a good food. witness. <laughs> let me be a good witness for you, right? Yeah. That's not even my Achilles heel. Mine is just the bubble gut. I'm so afraid sometimes because sometimes when God calls you to a place, Sometimes it can be bigger than what you've ever imagined, yeah. right? Because that's the vision that he gives you. And sometimes it could bring about a lot of fear or it could generate some courage. And you're like, oh yeah, listen, God is behind me. You know, mm-hmm. when he's for me, who can be against me and things of that nature. So I love to hear that that's not the challenge that you have, because I think oftentimes we make this assumption, which is why I asked you the question. Okay. Like, what was it? You know? So that's really interesting. I just love that. I love everything that you said. And please don't get out there and snap, crackle, and pop on some people, right? (laughs) I always say, like, some people deal with imposter syndrome. I could probably remember vaguely one time that that was the case, but I got over it fast. I've always felt like I belonged in the room. I never, I go for the people that make the decisions. And when they try to tell me I'm not supposed to be talking to that person, I always get the answer from the people that make decisions. So that's where I stay. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody shoot down, I shoot up. Mm-hmm. But my thing is getting upset with the folks at the bottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love hearing you say yes. that you belong in the room because yes. you absolutely deserve yes. to be in any room that God has called you to. So that's just beautiful. So I am going to ask you this one question that I love to ask my guests is like, what is the one thing about God that you wish the whole world knew about him? Let's think it's a bunch. Uh, <laughs> the first one I guess you could say don't limit him because we like to put him right here because that's what we want to see him mm-hmm. right but it's so many things that could sprout from where the Lord is taking you that if you limit him he's gonna give you whatever you want to settle for mm-hmm. so why not just say hey take it all you know mm-hmm. so don't limit him to church on Sundays what somebody told you about Be open to consider that maybe what everybody told you about him is not the complete God. Of course it's not. You know, like even the Bible is men inspired by God wrote it. You don't know what else the Lord got for you. Now we get our guidance from it, but be open to receive whatever the Lord had for you. Don't put him in a box. Amen. Amen. Okay. So Shayla, if people are looking for you 
if they want to engage with you, if they want to learn a little bit more about you, if they want to, hey, y'all got some contracts out there that y'all can hook a sister up, like how can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram. That's probably the place where I am the most if I'm posting anything on social media. And it is at S. Alexander Designs. You can also find me on Facebook occasionally. But other than that, then my website, SAlexanderDesigns.com. Those are the two main places. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So I will put all that again in the show notes. And I just want to thank you so much for giving us some of your time and your wisdom, right? I think it's a lot of wisdom for you to see some of the things that God has been showing you at the stage and age that you are in your life. And sometimes we think once we hit a certain age, like, oh my God, it's too late. But God is able to do so much more with us when we are open to what he has for us. So thank you so much for your time and your energy today for joining me. And I love you, sis. <laughs> I love you too. I thank you, sis, for this opportunity. I appreciate you. All right. Beyond my book, if you're interested in learning more about how to become God's best version of yourself by awakening to your purpose, consider enrolling in my online course, which you'll find on my website again, which is www.drvernell.com because God's love for you and the reason why he created you is greater than you will ever know. And guess what? He wants you to succeed in carrying out your purpose.